Dear God, it seems this evening we may be at last standing at the threshold of a new Congress. I'm not done yet. Normally, the chaplain's prayer opening a session of Congress wouldn't get interrupted right at the beginning. But the week of January 3rd, 2023 wasn't a normal week in Congress. So perhaps it was fitting that that's what happened when House Chaplain Margaret Kibben began the nighttime January 6th session, day four, which ended in Kevin McCarthy's election as speaker. You already know the outcome, and you likely watched C-SPAN's coverage, but you may have missed some of the unusual, even quirky moments, or maybe you can't remember them. So take our quiz. What did you see? What did you miss? What do you remember from those four days and 15 votes? Find out in this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. For what purpose does the gentleman from Minnesota rise? Madam Clerk, I rise to say, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, indeed. Democratic Congressman Dean Phillips rose on January 6th to nominate Hakeem Jeffries for speaker. It was the 15th vote for speaker. But before we get to the 15th vote, let's talk sports. During the four days of debate and voting for House Speaker, two congressmen mentioned home state football teams. Michigan Congressman John James was the seventh Republican to nominate Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy won the gavel back as minority leader in half the time uphill. We want to talk about people who can win. I'm a Lions fan, and and, uh, (laughs) I'm... I'm, That's right. Look, I'm well acquainted with snatching... Defeat from the jaws of victory. Y'all, we need to learn how to win. We need to learn how to take a victory. Ahead of the fourth vote for House Speaker, Representative Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin nominated Kevin McCarthy and cited the stadium where his Green Bay Packers play. Because I know last night people were frustrated. They wanted to go to parties. They wanted to take pictures with their families. But honestly, we find ourselves here in this chamber for the second day. We know we got work to do, but in some ways, there's no place I'd rather be. With the possible exception of Lambeau Field on Sunday, no place I'd rather be. Football metaphors even before voting began. Here's Republican Oklahoma Congresswoman Stephanie Bice at a press conference an hour before the start of day one of Congress. And the individuals that are opposing McCarthy have, in my opinion, moved the goalposts time and time and time again. In the beginning, they have mentioned that they had uh, presented rules, uh, ideas to the speaker-elect back in the summer. We didn't have the House in the summer. There's no point in negotiating with something that you don't have yet. And he waited. And that was the right decision. But now, they keep moving the goalposts. And at the end of the day... This is where we are. We want Leader McCarthy to be the next Speaker of the House. Not a football fan? There was a baseball mention, too. Via California Congressman Pete Aguilar, chair of the Democratic Caucus, he nominated Hakeem Jeffries on the second ballot. Consider, consider all that's happened. The last time an election for Speaker went to a second ballot, Leader Jeffries' beloved New York Yankees had not yet won a World Series. One historical note for fellow baseball history junkies, actually, the Yankees won their first World Series on October 16, 1923. The 1923 House Speaker vote that went to a ninth ballot was on December 5th. 
Now, to go along with your spectator sports, some popcorn. In fact, three mentions of popcorn. First, since 1923 was mentioned, let's hear first from Arkansas Republican Congressman French Hill nominating Kevin McCarthy during the 11th vote for speaker. Much has been said by our friends on the other side of the aisle, my good friends, the so-called popcorn caucus this week, if you will. Over the past few days, about 1923, and that we're having a robust discussion here among House Republicans as to who will be the next Speaker of the House. Back in 1923, the insurgency among Republicans then was from the center left of the Republican Party. Today, it's from the center right. Second, we return to Republican Congressman from Wisconsin, Mike Gallagher, that Packers fan, nominating Kevin McCarthy. But maybe with the excitement, some of you hadn't had an opportunity to check what's happening online, let me fill you in, or what's happening on Twitter, what the press is writing about. In some ways, they're salivating. There's headlines about the chaos, this and that. Yesterday, our colleagues on the other side of the aisle were tweeting their bags of popcorn that they had out. Finally, Here's a popcorn mention from Florida Republican Representative Kat Kamek when she was nominating Kevin McCarthy on the sixth ballot. Diversity of thought is a good thing, but they want us divided. They want us to fight each other. That much has been made clear by the popcorn and blankets and alcohol that is coming over there. The house is not in order. The popcorn might have come in handy for this movie reference when the congresswoman began her remarks. My colleagues, well, it's Groundhog Day, again. Appropriately, a mention of the Bill Murray movie was repeated the next day by the other party. Democratic Minority Whip Catherine Clark began her remarks at a press conference the morning of January 5th this way. Good morning and happy Groundhog Day. Today marks day three of the 118th Congress. We've taken six votes for speaker and the results speak for themselves. House Democrats are united behind our leader, Hakeem Jeffries. And talk about Groundhog Day. We said this podcast would be about the abnormal. Oddly, the only thing really normal about this election was the vote count. 216. That winning number has been repeated four times in speaker elections since 1997. 216 is the number of votes Newt Gingrich got when he was elected speaker for the 105th Congress. The tellers agree in their tallies that the total number of votes cast for a person by name is 425 of which the Honorable Newt Gingrich of the state of Georgia has received 216. And 216 is the number of votes John Boehner got when he was elected speaker in 2015 for the 114th Congress. The tellers agree in their tallies that the total number of votes cast is 408, of which the Honorable John A. Boehner of the state of Ohio has received 216 votes. And 216 is the number of votes Nancy Pelosi got in 2021 for the 117th Congress. The tellers agree in their tallies that the total number of votes cast is 427, 
of which the Honorable Nancy Pelosi of the state of California has received 216. So yes, it seems consistent, if not normal, or perhaps quirky, that Kevin McCarthy would get 216 votes as well when he won the speaker race. The tellers agree in their tallies that the total number of votes cast is 428, of which the Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California has received 216. Hakeem Jeffries of the state of New York has received 212. With six recorded as present. Therefore, the Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California, having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives. And now a bonus clip. In the last two clips, you heard House Clerk Cheryl Johnson read the final tallies declaring Nancy Pelosi the Speaker in 2021 and Kevin McCarthy, the speaker in 2023. And you probably saw a lot of her when you were glued to C-SPAN for those four days of votes. You might be curious to learn more about her. Nearly four years ago, Cheryl Johnson became the 36th clerk of the House of Representatives. On February 20th, 2019, Nancy Pelosi spoke about her on the House floor. In Congress, she re-earned the respect of all members and staff, Democrats and Republicans, for being a leader of compassion, courage, and commitment. Cheryl returns to the House after more than a decade at the Smithsonian Institution. Her great dedication to this American treasure, which is the largest museum in the world, has ensured that it will remain a source of creativity, innovation, and research for generations to come. Our nation is particularly grateful for her extraordinary vision and persistence in helping transform the dream of the National Museum of African American History and Culture into reality. Thank you, Cheryl. Cheryl has made a difference empowering millions of Americans and visitors from abroad to explore and be inspired by the beauty and richness of American culture and history. Now share strong leadership and deep love and respect for the institutions of our democracy will be vital in her role as House Clerk. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. A reminder, you can do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. You can relive every day, every moment, every vote, and every speech of the history-making contest for House Speaker for the 118th Congress. Thanks for listening and happy searching.